Welcome back to Tornflats Fandango. I'm John. I'll be the GM. Our players are Julian as Luis, Ash as Moonlight Jack, and Rob as Rice. If you would like to support what we do here, you can subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash crimsbacon. And now, on to the show. So, when last we left off, you guys uh, wound up in Copperville to get some components for uh, the city, uh, or rather, the town of uh, Peoplesville. Yeah, the town of Peoplesville. Uh, the town of Tornflats to rebuild their uh, comm station. And I- I'm sorry my speech is so stilted. The cat is trying to eat everything on my desk. You need to put him in my room. Okay. Ar- Arlo. Oh, Arlo. Arlo. Ow. He stabbed my foot. <laughs> if we were popular, chat would demand cat tax. Yeah. Arlo, do literally anything right now. He is. I demand cat tax. Show me the cat. Follow my Instagram. I've been doing nothing but posting pictures of the cats recently. You, you have an Instagram? Yeah. It does. I it also, I also send bacon. you like a bunch of shit on Instagram all the time. Yeah, I just didn't realize until the other day that Instagram had a messaging feature. So you Hang just on. thought like the the notification in the center like it was driving me insane i couldn't figure out how to how to clear that notification you click on it i'm not a clever man john how okay, do you arlo, do anything on a computer i don't know arlo's in front of your door quick scoop him up no the answer is you click on it oh yeah <laughs> incredible <laughs> I'm a talent. Uh, How did you survive to adulthood, John? Uh, for the most part, I haven't. That is true. Haven't you died like five times? Yeah. I think it's more than that, actually. Yeah, I think it's around seven. Like four to bad. drowning and three to spiders. Uh, okay, so... uh. Yeah, you guys were in Coppersville to pick up some uh, equipment to rebuild Torn Flats's uh, comm station. You met with Jones, the contact Doc Gruber had in uh, in the city. He told you that uh, because of a current shutdown of some of the factories, while the uh, local police enforcement, the Iron Chain, looks for a murderer, his... Uh, Suppliers didn't really, uh, they're, they weren't really selling things to him, so he couldn't, in turn, sell things to you guys. But uh, he managed to work out a deal with them where if uh, he can get them some help uh, uh, sorting out some of their problems, they'll toss him some of his... Uh, you know, some of the uh, supplies he uh, has on order. You guys have helped out with... Um, Jerry, the 
Yeah, the man who works uh, or who runs Yellow Crown Co. and uh, is the producer of solar panels and uh, solar cells. Uh, he asked you to sabotage his competitor's uh, fabrication machine, which you guys did with a well-placed wrench and several bullets. Or one bullet, rather. And, yeah, you reported your uh, uh, success to Jones, who said he's going to pass that on to uh, Jerry. <clears throat> and... Yeah, you guys have two other suppliers to uh, chat with. Uh, Tony, who is in charge of audio equipment, and Lisa, who is in charge of uh, wires and uh, capacitor uh, fabrication. Uh, Lisa, uh, you guys know, has been very vocal about... Uh, uh, getting the iron chain out of town so that production can resume and she has been uh yeah she she's been in charge of uh of yelling at them for a while and I have a question. Yes. Are the iron chain in this also essentially fascists? Uh, a little bit. They're they're kind of like what if your law enforcement was a bunch of mercenaries? Gotcha. So okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not not as awful. I mean, you don't want law enforcement that's motivated by the money, but like, if you're motivated by the money, you can pay them to be to do good. Better, yeah. To do good. Yeah. Uh, that's an ethical dilemma for not today. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, you guys decided not to help them out with their investigation, so you don't have to worry about them so far. No, exactly. I'm j just thinking, is it worth... <clears throat> Whereabouts are we right now? Let me let me have this conversation <clears throat> in character. Okay. Uh, yeah, you guys are... Yeah, you guys have exited the uh, Kaku production property. Um... Yeah, you, you guys jammed the uh, machine and then left with the rest of the workers who were uh, getting the heck out of there on accounts of a machine that fabricates a fuel source might explode. So. What? Yeah, you guys, you guys have a whole city you can uh, hide out in. Or you could head back to Jones's... Uh, Place of business. What was that place called? <laughs> Jones's Junk and Custom Jobs. Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. No? Okay. <laughs> um, as we're walking, I guess. Because we're... Are we walking? I mean... <laughs> we're in town so, so probably I assume these are walkable cities yeah, yeah. what with probably the majority of the populace not having access to a vehicle yeah. yeah we've got what two other suppliers all right 
Do we go talk? I think to the them guy first? that the Iron Chain's looking for is the folks we met on the road. Uh, well, what? No, they were coming from two, they were coming from the opposite direction, weren't they? Uh, no, they were coming from from here because they were trying to get to. Uh, the fucking... They they're trying to get to Tombspeak. Yeah, they. Uh, I I will uh, refresh your your memory on this. Uh, for out of character, um, yeah. they said they were being chased out west. Um, and they wanted to know if you guys had run into any Iron Chain, uh, so they could loop back around to Tombspeak. And from what Jones has heard, because he kind of gave you the rundown of the situation, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. the Iron Chain seems to be after one dude. Mm-hmm. It's not a group of dudes. So yeah, I I, I will give your memories that. Cool. Maybe it's worth finding this 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 fellow then. See if uh, if he actually did it. And if he did do it, maybe we can leverage something with the iron chain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is I I hate to uh, be the one, but uh, is that ethical? Son, we're guns for hire. Okay. Ethics is whoever pays the most. So tired. If if you're concerned about what's right and what's wrong, you got into the wrong business, my friend. Yep. I thought it would uh I thought it would be different. Uh <laughs> too many men go out there with a gun and a dream thinking they're gonna be a hero. They wind up dead in the middle of nowhere without pants and boots. Pants and boots. I I will defer to your wisdom. John, would you say people from <laughs> the uh, crap? Where's my from the war? Mm-hmm. Join the Iron Chain. Uh, oh yeah, there there's more than uh their fair share of uh uh old Harper's War veterans in the Iron Chain. Yeah, yeah, like Ooh. looking around or not looking around, but like if you had to guess. Probably any uh, chainman who's over the age of forty was probably in the uh, the Harper's War. So most of the guys around my age. Yeah. Do Plus, I recognize any of them? Uh. Uh. Okay. You know what? Give me a either a personality role or a perception role. <laughs> Let me find my character. Yeah. And Rob, you had a question. What's the Harper's War? Oh, uh, the Harper's War is in the Wildvale lore doc that should be pinned in one of our channels. It was, yeah, it was a war that occurred 25 years ago that spanned much of Elder Howl, the uh, uh, territory you guys are in. It started off as a land dispute between the brothers Franklin and Robert Harper, and it got way out of hand from there. It ended when their... Uh, Armies pretty much turned on the brothers when they learned that they weren't actually going to be getting paid for any of this uh, war business. And, you know, like there's still some stragglers out and about 
who are clinging to that, like, yeah, Robert should have owned the Elder Howe. No, Franklin should have owned the Elder Howe. But yeah, like it, it is non-racist civil war that was located <laughs> specifically to this state. Ah. Also, there, there, there be no uh, perception. Is it? Am I ro- rolling decks or know how here? Yeah, know how or uh, personality. Know how's better for me. Um, I also yeah, get a plus yeah, you get your sight. plus one to site based checks. Yeah, so I'll get four. How do I go to advanced dice roll? There we go. I don't. I remember how to use these things. Yeah, and I think the four is eating the little numbers to. I forget how less than and greater than works. R X D six. Uh, greater than four. You're greater than four. You're right. I'm fat. Oh, dang. Ooh. Four, four, six, and four. That is a lit. I didn't even have time to open up the, uh, uh, checks chapter, but yeah, that would have beaten pretty much any check I would have set up. Okay, so, yeah, looking around, you don't recognize anyone uh, specifically from the Harper's War, but you do see more than a couple of uh, Iron Chains who are on the older side of things. They seem to, yeah, they seem to be very specifically uh, either, like, real bottom of the ladder, uh, like, footmen or, like, higher higher decorated officers there doesn't seem to be any in between with uh with these older guys and no one appears to have recognized me if they have they have kept it to themselves okay has anyone recognized me uh no but they are noticing you because you <laughs> you I... cut a figure does anyone recognize me uh no <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you presumably would know people that recognize you. If someone recognizes <laughs> me, then uh, I get to learn about my past. Yeah, he gets character development. I don't know about development. <laughs> Look, how about uh, you guys go on to one of the next suppliers, and um, uh, I'll see if I can get any info from the old guard here. Uh, uh, is it wise to leave you on your own? Uh, and he took care of Just, himself before he found us. Yeah, Jack's like and, pulling up to his straight height, looking down at at uh, Louis. Louis, like, I appreciate your concern, kid, but I'll be fine. Uh, it just, you know, um, okay. Alright, Rise started walking right after saying oh, one oh, thing. Okay. So uh, Luis follows after Rice. I'll pat Luis on the shoulder before he goes. Yeah. Okay. So we are now officially splitting the party, so yeah. who wants to go first? Team supplier or team iron chain? Iron Dude, chain. Team... Damn shit. <laughs> <laughs> You did this All to right. yourself. I did yeah. do this to myself. Robin can uh, be on mute. Okay, what is what is Jack's uh uh tactics here? 
there a bob at the iron chain frequency? Uh, give me a personality check. Oh, shit. <laughs> I am so bad at that. I reiterate, yourself. It's a big fat goose egg. Oh, boy, that is zero successes. So, yeah, you're you're kind of wandering around. You're, uh... Yeah, you're, you're asking about trying to see if, uh... If there's any bar in particular that the uh, iron chain is. Uh, can I roll perception? Because uh, I'm not necessarily asking people. I'm just trying to see if I can spot it. Oh, OK. OK. If you're trying to spot it. OK. Uh, yeah. Go, OK. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a uh, uh, know how. <laughs> One success with two two ones in oh, there. No. That, and I used my eye. I don't ah. know if that counts as a malfunction when using the. It's rounds. only uh, in combat, right? Uh, no, I believe. Well, I thought it was just. Okay, let's see. Malfunction. Uh, metal damage. When you take metal damage, you take a malfunction dice, or when you overclock. Oh, so it's it's not from um, not from rolling critical fails. Yeah, yeah. The critical fails have uh have their issues when you you have taken metal damage. Okay, quite good then. Okay, but that still doesn't mean that I I can't uh play around with these two nat ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you uh. Yeah, you've um followed the flow of people. You know, you're you're doing your your lone wandering cowboy thing. And you've spotted uh a handful of iron chain going in and out of uh this one bar in particular. It, it's kind of centralized uh in the city. Uh it's not terribly big, but uh it's at least big enough for probably a dozen or so uh people to comfortably be seated. And as you're uh, on the other side of the street uh, looking in, you can see that there's uh, about uh, six uh, Iron Chain guys in there. Uh, hats are off. Uh, they're taking a drink. Um, as, you, as you're watching, you know, some vehicles are passing between you and the uh, uh, bar. And when you get another clear look, one of them is missing. Uh, roll a dex check for me real quick. That's not me rolling. That's me. Uh... Okay. That is your... Can I use the sprinter legs? Okay, challenges of short speed distance and uh, no, no, this is more of a uh, uh, reactionary uh, uh, instinct thing instead of a uh, you got a sprint thing. Okay. Three oh, nice. Okay, that is three fives. 
So yeah, you uh you clock that one of the uh, uh, iron chain are like they have vanished from the uh, cafe or not the cafe, the bar. And as you're trying to find him in the bar, from uh, behind you, you hear the uh, soft landing of someone who knows uh, how to sneak up on people, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like, like you, you know this type of stealthy guy. And you hear the familiar rustling of someone pulling a gun from a coat. So, as part of the dex check, can I beat him to it? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Actually, you know what? I won't do my hunting rifle. I'll do my sawn-off shotgun and just (laughs) under the chin. So yeah, you uh, I'd advise against that. Yeah, you uh, you place the uh shotgun right under the chin of uh this uh thin kind of a. old uh chainman and you you have done this so quick that the his uh sidearm has not fully cleared uh the holster so drop. oh go ahead i tell him to drop it he removes his uh finger from the trigger and picks up the uh the gun and uh kind of just tosses it uh off to the side you're pretty quick. You're not. Uh, should have seen me about 20 years ago. When it got into the drop on me then. Searching this guy's face quickly. Is he... Old enough to have been in the war? Uh, Yeah, like, looking past the... Like, uh skin level uh mods that the iron chain has this guy does appear to to have been old enough yeah like so, some of the uh uh like circuitry that they have on their skin is kind of covering up and uh kind of going along with some of his wrinkles but yeah he's uh probably mid 40s early 50s And, uh, side. What? Which side were you on? Oh. Uh, I've already forgotten the guy's names. <laughs> was Frederick one of them? Uh, I know Robert was. I don't know about the other <laughs> one. <laughs> okay, it was Franklin. Uh, but yeah, he'll go. Uh, oh, Franklin. How about you? Not Franklin. Oh. Well then. Long way to come for some revenge, huh? Not why I'm here. Alright. Heard you guys were looking for a murderer. He uh, glances down at the shotgun and uh, glances back up at you and says... uh, We are. What's he look like? He, uh, kind of, uh, like, 
it, he goes from having his hands up to like kind of drooping them, but like not in an aggressive fashion. And he's like, I'm more talkative with the drink in my hand. You mind if we go back across the street? I will kick. He's gone still in his holster, isn't he? Or he dropped. Uh, no, he, yeah, he tossed it to the side. It's, uh, lying on the, uh, it's lying on a pile of trash nearby. Sure. If you don't go diving for that there gun. Yeah, looks at and says, uh, eh, that was company issued. It's not worth the metal it's made from. Buy you around, old time's sake. Yeah, he gives you a little nod and uh, leads you across the street. Uh, yeah, he... Uh, I need to check how much money I got. I got six bucks. G- oh, yeah, you, you gave you gave some dudes so much money. Uh, oh, wait, didn't we also just... No, we didn't just get paid. No, you guys got 300 and then you gave 150 to some dudes for their uh, overalls. By round, did you mean uh, a shot? A single shot? <laughs> I'm sure I can. I mean, that's a round. <laughs> it is a round. This is a, as long as it's a, a shot for a everybody involved. And the dollar is strong here. So I could probably get, you know, be as cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he uh he leads you back across the street and uh walks up to the table with the uh four other uh chainmen. He he kicks one of uh the chairs and says, uh Tommy, get our guest here a chair. And the uh guy looks barely out of his twenties and he hops up, he salutes uh the old timer and then Runs off to drag a chair from another table for you. And, uh, the uh, old timer will, uh, lean over and, uh, look at the bar and says, uh, get us around. It's on this kid. (laughs) And, uh, he turns back towards the table and, uh, Nods at you, uh, and says, uh, "All right, boys, we got a uh, we got a gunslinger here who wants to earn some extra cash. So, how much how much do you know about the uh, the incident going around uh, town here? I know it stopped work." You're checking everyone on the way in and everyone on the way out. He nods and says, uh, yeah, that's about the long and short of it. See, the thing is, I'm not really here for me. Got a town about, uh, two days west? Oh, no, it's like ten days west. Got a town ten days west of here. They're in need of supplies. Hmm. That's rough. Well, they have my condolences. Okay. If you want to help us. 
everything locked down. We can't do our job. Means more people die. Yeah, he kind of gives a respect, a respectful nod, and says, uh, "Yep, we we do want to keep casualties to a minimum out here." Okay. So he uh, fishes into his coat and pulls out like a little, like a real, by our standards at least, janky tablet. But for the world of a uh, of torn flats, this thing is probably cutting edge. Like it, it is a chunky brick with a like five by three screen on it. But my lord, this thing. Hmm. Is that standard issue? Yeah. Looks down and says, nope. But it's helpful. Yeah. Presses some uh, buttons and messes with some dials and slides it uh, over to you and says, uh, that seems to be our murderer. And the image on there is very low resolution. uh, Probably about 340. And, uh, it seems to be a man. Um, yeah, there, there's a man in a nice suit uh, balding with the comb over in the middle of the screen. But at the edge of uh, the image, there is a second man. He seems to be in a uh, kind of like this blacksmith's uh, apron and uh, bandana. And he has a wrapped... Uh, uh, object in his hand, probably about as long as his forearm. And the old timer says, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's our suspected murderer. We don't have any ID on him. Image here was taken by a reporter. We subpoenaed the image and after this fellow shot the victim here he ran off into the factory district so to make sure he couldn't get away we had to shut the whole thing down we're currently conducting sweeps of the areas he yeah he is somewhere in the northwestern portion of the city uh but the locals are not a fan of our searching. So it is difficult to get them to cooperate. I suspect you might have a greater chance of getting them to cooperate if you lifted the ban on the work. If we lifted the ban on the work, there'd be more people going in and out of the factories. Our murderer here could slip through without anyone noticing. You got people set up at the perimeter. He he nods and uh, says, uh, yep, they are our last. Uh, they're our last net in catching this rat. You know, if he's uh, an employee here. It might be in the records, more likely to get the records. If the folks think you're not playing favorites, given that there's only, uh, well, 
was only one functioning factory. He, uh, he nods and says, uh, our murderer did not go into that part of town. We conducted our sweeps there and wrapped up our investigation. Go into that part of town that you saw. He, uh, he, he nods and, uh, he leans back in his chair. The server comes by and, uh, puts everyone's, uh, beers in front of them. And, uh, he looks at, he looks you over and says, uh, okay, then soldier boy, how would you suggest we find our enemy, a known killer who we have cornered in a mostly abandoned portion of the city? If we just allow more potential victims to flood the areas again. You want to make him think he's safe. Make it look like you've all cleared out. Then come back in in your civvies. So that he thinks you're all gone. You put your people in the vantage points. And on every chokehold. So that if someone comes out. You got people set up to spot him. He's a, uh, he's gonna narrow his eyes at you as he takes a drink of a, uh, of his uh, booze, and I want you to give me a personality check, but I'm going to give you a plus three on this, uh, one from being a veteran, and even though you were on opposite sides, he respects that. Uh, two for giving a good argument. Which, again, he respects that. And three for the beer. Okay. So that's 5d6. Come on, baby. (laughs) (laughs) He, uh... He'll... For the folks listening in at home, that's one success. That is a one, a three, two threes, a two, and a five. Oh boy, Jack! Jack's batting a thousand this week. He'll, uh, yeah, he'll finish uh, the rest of his uh, beer and uh, he'll put the mug down, rub the uh, uh, the the head off of his uh, scruff, and look you over and says, uh, "You know, that's not a half bad plan, there, soldier boy. Fortunate." Eh, fortunately and unfortunately, I suppose. I'm not the one calling the shots here. If you want me to, I can bring you to... Bring you to the general, see what he has to say about your ideas. Or if you want to help us out, maybe you could go out into a town and see what information you can pick up for us. Like I said... Townsfolk aren't really uh, happy with us, but uh, who knows? Maybe they'll talk to a gunslinger who's intent on running us out of here. My boys and I can keep an ear out. 
he'll uh nod and say uh sounds fair i'll contact some of our uh checkpoints make sure they uh know your description i will pay for the drink yeah yeah go ahead and take a dollar off for you the whole round yeah you weren't there for too many people to get too many drinks and as I leave, I'm gonna ask the old timer. You ever heard of uh, Captain Jack Piper? Yeah. He kind of like looks, you know, like he he looks up for a little bit and squints his eyes, thinking, "Is like, damn, that is not a name I have heard in quite some time." Why are you asking about him? Looking for him? Already died. Hey, uh, he'll nod and say, uh, yeah, I heard that too. Also heard someone's walking around claiming to be him. Interesting. Where'd you hear that? <sighs> Somewhere in Gun City. Well. I'll hand here... I will go, I'll uh, nod for the bar to give him another drink. All right. Uh, Pull my hat over my eyes and out the door. Okay. All right. Supplier time. Okay, so. Just Louise, in the back of your head, you just hear Jack's voice. I believe in your son. (laughs) All right, so you guys have Tony or you have Lisa. Uh, I believe last time you guys were going to go for Lisa last because she was described as being a big personality. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh. All right, so Tony it is. Oh, excuse me, I'm hiccuping. All right, so... <clears throat> um, Yeah, you, you call uh, Jones... Uh, Luis on your little uh, radio pack uh-huh. and he tells you that uh, Tony can be found at his office at uh, Setting Incorporated and uh, as, as you get there uh, it is a like it appears to be like a single like trailer style office you know like at a construction site but like the back half of this area is just like pylons and antennas and just all sorts of like signal broadcasting equipment. And uh yeah, you guys go in and uh yeah, like before you see a a secretary uh at a front desk um he uh looks up at you guys uh types like one last thing on his uh, little monitor he's working at and says uh, uh, yes can I help you guys uh, nudge Louise forward uh, yes hello um, we are here to see uh, Mr. Tony he'll uh, pick up a clipboard and look at it and says uh, oh are you 
from the junk shop. Uh, Luis is like grimace smiling. And uh, he's like, uh, yes, uh, we, um, uh, we have a, a meeting to get to with him. And uh, it's, it is uh, very important that we uh, meet with him. Oh, yes, yes. Certainly. He, uh, he'll stand up and he'll uh, motion for you guys to follow him. And he He's dressed very nice. The inside of this office is decorated very nice. And it, it seems like Tony is trying to have this place projected as like a big fancy office, despite the fact that it is like 300 square foot. And so he very, like within two or three steps, the secretary leads you to a office door and uh, um, knocks on it. And from inside you hear a, oh, yes, 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 come in. And uh, he'll open the door and motion for uh, you two to, to go on inside. And inside the office, you see a... Uh, he is a very thin man with a very large head. He is, uh, he is lollipop like in his structure. Mm. He has one ear that appears to have been uh, replaced by a uh, headphone style mod. Um, looking at it, it seems very similar to the prosthetic that uh, uh, Blake uh, has back in Torn Flats but more advanced. He has little glasses at the end of his nose and he is in a very nice suit. And there is just paperwork on every surface in this office. He's a, uh, he has his hand on his, uh, air prosthetic and he's writing down something on some paper and he looks up and says, uh, Hmm. Oh yes. Let's see. It's, uh, yeah, it's about time. Uh, so I suppose you are the, gunslingers that Jones uh, has sent to me. Uh, I was under the assumption that there were three of you. There are. Is the third one invisible? Oh, those are fascinating mods. I've been thinking about getting one myself, but I'm not sure how that that would interfere with radio waves. Uh, uh no. Sure. I... Luis, like, d does not look like he was um, <laughs> appraised of the lie beforehand, and he looks like completely deer in the headlights. Oh, regardless of the quantum state of your friend, uh, he'll uh, stand up, and he, he is very tall. He his his height does not help the fact that he looks like a lollipop. Um. But yeah, he'll uh, uh, yeah, he'll walk around to the front of his desk and kind of sit on it like a like a cool boss guy would, and say, "Um, all right, so Jones isn't asking for too much for for this little favor, so I'm not going to ask you to do anything too difficult. Like, I don't want you to shoot anyone. Uh good. And I I really hope it doesn't come to that, but." 
I uh, one moment. Could you uh, specify not uh, hitting people? Well, I mean, hitting someone isn't typically as deadly as shooting someone. And uh, then he'll look over at Rice's Rice will arms. Just like roll his shoulders. Oh yes, I I would prefer for this transaction to go off without bloodshed. How is that? Thank you. You're paying. There, in a way, yes. So, I more or less I need a debt collector. Uh, you see, a customer of mine has borrowed some equipment, and he is well past his grace period for returning the equipment. And now I either need that equipment back or I need him to pay for it. And he'll shrug. That's the extent of the favor here. Either get my payment or retrieve my equipment. Ah, we break in kneecaps? I would prefer it if you wouldn't. Um, I, I, while I probably will not do business with this fellow again, I do not like the idea of maiming uh, those who have, uh, oh, how, how should I phrase this? Um, overused my generosity, I'll say. All right. Luis so, looks sensitively optimistic. So yeah, he'll uh, he'll give you a a little smile and says, "The customer I, the customer I wish for you to retrieve my equipment or payment from is named Alex. He lives in a uh, he lives in a workshop not too far. I'm I don't know if it's a home that doubles as a workshop or." A workshop that has a cot in it. Oh, you know, tinkers, they're they're eccentric. Um sure. but yes, he owes me. Uh he'll look over and he'll pick up a piece of paper and say, roughly $275 for the equipment that he has used, or the, the equipment back. Uh upon uh, what sort of equipment it is? Oh, it's oh, it's just some of your standard uh, radio equipment. Uh, it okay? It's not standard. It, it's on the higher end of things. It is closer to the equipment that a company would use than a individual. It's but it is, and he'll do big air quotes. Technically available to the public. Uh, I see. Yes, yes. You, you, you know how military mods are. Like after a decade or so, they'll release the mod to the public. That's kind of the ambiguous placement of where this radio equipment is. It was some very high-end stuff, uh, t ten or so years back, but. Nowadays, it's mostly being used to figure out how we can, you know, make it cheaper. Mm. So if uh, if this Alex doesn't have 
your radio, we uh, we get the two hundred and seventy-five dollars from him. Yep. And if he doesn't have that, oh, that would be quite the pickle, now, wouldn't it? Um. Hmm. Kneecaps. <sighs> Again. Collateral. Oh yes, collateral might work. Um. Yes, find. Oh, uh, this sounds far worse than it is, but yes, uh, bring back something of the equivalency of two hundred and seventy-five dollars, give or take. Um, with making him understand that I will be holding on to the property as collateral until such a time as he returns my equipment or pays for the cost of it. This doesn't sound so bad. Oh, yes. No, it will hopefully be a walk in the park. I just... I haven't had time to get around to it myself. You got a map or an address? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And, uh... He's... like he'll take the piece of paper he picked up with the cost of the equipment on it, and it's kind of like a little invoice on uh, some some Xerox paper. He'll flip it over and he'll like quickly write down an address and directions from his uh, from his office to this neighborhood, and he'll hand it off to uh, Louise and says, uh, "Here you go." He he's typically there all day, every day, to my understanding. Barely leaves his workshop. What's he look like? I don't want to break the wrong kneecaps. Uh, again, with the kneecaps. Um, he looks like a tinkerer, you know. Unkempt hair, clothes that should have been ironed days ago. Uh, and he'll like put his uh, hands up to his uh, eyes like he's mimicking uh, glasses and be like, those massive goggle mods that they all seem to have. Oh, yes. Um, he'll smell of oil, I'm assuming. Perhaps he'll smell of ozone if he's gotten electrocuted recently. Hmm. Oh, is that what that smell is? He'll uh, shrug. Uh, maybe. Does it <laughs> smell like... Uh, like lightning on on a the summer plains. Very well. Okay, so if there's nothing else that you need to ask of me, uh, I suppose you you're good. And he'll just give you like a, a tentative thumbs up. Yes, uh, thank you. Uh, we will, we will speak to this uh, Alex um, a- as soon as possible. Uh, thank you. Uh, Luis is starting to like back out, like to like walk backwards, and also giving thumbs up. Hella uh, nod and say, uh, "Oh no, thank you. It's uh, I." I, I hate having tasks undone, but yes, thank thank you so much. It, it has been such a pleasure talking to all of you. And he just he just kind of fades away as as you guys uh, leave his office. Uh, 
uh, so as as we get outside um and we start like going to meet back up with jack uh can can luis uh like luis like turns to rise and is and says uh uh mr rise uh am i am i truly so naive Easiest way to get things done in this world is to break them. Well, it might be easy, but is it is it right? Is it the best way? Break things before they break you, or you'll end up like me. Ah. Uh, you don't want to uh, end up like me. You're not so bad. I don't know who I am. Oh. Well, that that sucks a little bit. Hi. It it just seems it, it seems like uh, like you and Jack uh, maybe think. You maybe think that I am a little too uh, optimistic. You definitely are. Yeah. I, I guess I, uh, I guess I still uh, want to be a hero. You can try that. I'm here to get paid. Yeah. I, I, I heard. Okay. Well, uh, let's go find Jack. Okay. We can just radio Jack, right? Uh, I do not think Jack has a radio on him, but oh. Jack is also a very, like, conspicuous individual in this town. Like where most of the intentionally not that conspicuous, but in this town probably. Yeah, like this town is a lot of factory workers, so it's like guys in like uh you know, like overalls or people who are dressed to go to business. And so yeah, like uh, a, a guy in a Goldman's. Yes. So uh yeah, like a guy who is uh <laughs> So yeah, like a guy who is dressed up like a cowboy, uh, he's easier to to pick out of the crowd in uh, Colville specifically than in other okay. towns. Isn't he so. also kind of tall? Yeah, he's like over six foot. Yeah, because like Rice stands out, but you know that's only if you can actually see him. Yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll say it's not too hard to find Jack. Yeah, uh, you guys can can reconvene however you wish. Head towards Jack. Walk past Jack this way. Uh, head towards the. Gonna, uh, I'm to just Alex. gonna turn around and keep walking with them. <laughs> uh, so, give him oh. a rundown of what we're doing. Yeah, Luis will do that as as Rise like forges a path. 
Oh, like Rise will, Rise is giving him an actual rundown. It's just like there's no stop to like grab him or anything can anything. It's just like, you know, you you notice us because I am not I am impossible not to notice. Is he as saying it he... over his shoulder or is he saying it directly in front of himself? <laughs> oh, I'm assuming Jack is able to like catch up with two steps. Yeah. Rise is yeah. like four foot eight. And Jack is over six day. foot. Like Jack takes slow. two steps to my twelve. <laughs> yeah, it's very impressive because even though Rice is so small, he is acting like a a just cow catcher in in this town, just just parting the sea of people as he's forging a path forward. Rice isn't small; he's just short. Yeah. The width of his shoulders would make the average dwarf jealous. <laughs> but yeah, so between Luis and and Rice, uh, Jack, you get caught up on uh, on the plan, and unless there's anything for you guys to discuss, we can skip right to Alex's workshop slash house. Yeah, it depends on how much information Jack wants to give us about uh, what he found. Oh, that's right. So is is Jack sharing his uh his adventure in the bar? Probably not right now. Maybe later. Okay. So yeah, it it doesn't take too long uh walking uh down to uh Alex's workhouse. It it's a bit uh confusing sometimes because Tony has a very flowery cursive uh, uh, handwriting but you guys managed to parse it enough to come across a a very shanty uh, small house that has a it has more uh, smoke pipes coming out of it than absolutely necessary the windows appear to be reinforced with like a, a steel slats the door has a little uh, lens pointing at it from up top. The yard is a crater. And yeah, it looks like a tinker's workshop. And uh, walking up to the door, you can definitely hear uh, like someone working on... Uh, Working on something inside. You hear the the sounds of tools being used. Walk up to the edge of the door because I assume it's open. Nope. The door is shut. Slam, slam, slam. One Uh, big old metallic fist. Yeah, the the door rattles, but uh, it it does not cave. Um, I'm not trying to break it. I'm just not. Uh, but yeah, the uh, yeah the door rattles. Um, the tools, uh, the sounds of tools stops. You hear some uh, scuffling. You you hear the telltale sounds of multiple locks being unlocked on this door, and it uh, it opens up a crack, and you can see like three chains are still on the door, and you see the the lens of a goggle just kind of peering at you from a inside the dark building and you hear a yes can i help you 
You, Alex? No. Alex. Yes. Yes, I am Alex. I am not Alex. I have never been Alex. I do not know any Alexes. But yes, I am Alex. Can I help you? Tony wants his stuff back. The door slams. And you hear the sounds of somebody running through their house. <laughs> well, the door's about to get slammed the other way. <laughs> um, should I, like, dart to see if there's, like, a back door that I can cut off? Is Probably. Luis asking that? Okay, that? so... Oh, I was asking, is Luis asking that? Uh, no, I was asking that. Yes, okay. uh, yes. I was yeah. going to say, like, in character, Jack's probably going to be like, yeah, go. Okay. Okay, so this... Luis just scrambles to the back of the house. Okay, so this is going to be a dex check from Luis. It's going to be challenge two for... Why did I send Luis? I have to sprint to Luis. <laughs> For, uh, you know what, Rice? Just give me an attack check, and I'll tell you that you destroyed this. <laughs> oh, my lord. We got a lot of sixes up in here. I'm okay. going to suck. <laughs> I, crit, I crit the door. You, you both crit, crit and fail the door, so this, this is going to be fun. Oh, yeah. I just straight crit the run. Yeah, so um so yeah, as uh yeah, we're we're gonna follow Luis. The the camera's gonna gonna turn into a tracking cam as it follows Luis running around this uh this house. Like uh it and before he you, hits the corner, just smash. Yeah, there there's a loud metallic thunk as you round the corner. And in in the side yard of this house, there's just junk all over the place, but you know what? It, it kind of reminds you of a uh, of your grandpa's shop, and you're just leaping and vaulting all over this stuff like you've been running through this guy's yard your whole life. And you can you can hear him through his house, still just banging things over and scrambling. And he it seems that he is only about halfway through his house before you ra- uh, round up on the corner. And uh, take your position on his uh, his back door. And now we're going to cut back to the front door. Uh, Luis takes off. He goes around the house. As he turns the corner, Rice, you just... One swift punch just sends this door flying off its, off its hinges. It bounces. It knocks over a table. Roll me a d6 real quick. Two. Okay. <clears throat> okay, you got a two on that. So yeah, it it flies off uh, the hinges. It bounces off uh, furniture and equipment. It looks more like someone has thrown a styrofoam like prop of a door than a metal security door. Uh, chains have flown all over the room. And... As the uh, door continues to fly, it hits a table. The table launches up, hits a chair. The chair flies forward, hits this 
scrawny nerd looking tinker in the back as he is approaching the uh the back door sends him flying out the back doors and right into Luis's arms as you reflexively catch this guy as I'm sure Rice is about to claim that all of that was planned you notice that two of the fingers on your punch in hand are broken damn yeah you, you hit this door a little hard I'll let you How decide which fingers. Am I holding this like a Looney Tunes, like like uh, Scooby Doo just jumped into my arms kind of thing? Uh, yeah. All right, perfect. He, uh, uh, hello. He, he looks up at you, and uh, despite the fact that the the goggle mods that Tinkers have high, like hide their eyebrows and eyes. He almost looks like he's pleading uh, with you and is just like, please don't kill me. I I am not going to kill you. I, um, he tries to like give a, a, a reassuring smile and like kind of brush off, uh, brush off some, like his shoulder to, to smooth out his, Eternally wrinkled shirt. Uh, he looks at uh, Luis and then he looks back through his house at uh, at Rice and is like, I, "You, uh, he is like that." Uh huh. Is he gonna kill I, me? No, Not no. If you fix my fingers. I, uh, Rice, that that was your fault. I uh, am. If you're not going to kill me, yeah, I'll fix your fingers. Works for me. Are, are you going to run if I put you down? No. <laughs> Do I believe him? Uh, you know, I'm going to roll his uh, personality dice here. Um, let's see. Okay, that was two failures. Uh, he's <laughs> thinking about it. We we just want to talk. Um, I, I promise uh, I will not let Rise get rowdy at, at you. Uh, okay. Uh, s- sorry. Uh, mm. Sorry about your door. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I guess if you're not going to kill me, that's that's good. It's taught me that there are some uh, security issues that I have, especially now. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, let's get you over to a workshop, punchy man. Okay. This kind of sets him down. Brushes him off. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You got anything to drink? Uh, I have purified water. I mean, an actual drink. No. Uh. Uh, so yeah, he will. He will gingerly take uh, Rice's. Uh, hand and put it down on a uh, 
uh, a work a work table, and he'll start getting some tools and little little like a uh, uh, delicate tools like small small little welders, tweezers, tiny bolts and springs, and all the things you need to uh, repair a uh, a prosthetic hand. And as he gets to work, his uh, fingers all like split and turn into like little sm- like even smaller uh multiple pliers and and drills and whatnot and uh he starts getting to work on rice's hands and says uh uh so if you're not here to uh to to kill me why why did tony send you he wants his stuff back oh uh, you you borrowed a. Uh, That's what I uh, said when you opened the door. I, mm, I don't have it. Oh, the money. Money. That it's oh. worth. Oh it's no! Worth almost three hundred. Oh no! Not almost three hundred. It's a quarter off of 300. So, yeah, th- this guy looks like he is on the verge of tears, but his hands are still working efficiently on a uh, rice's. And he's like, um, I can, mm, I can give you what I did with the equipment. Um, is it worth 300? Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, mm, uh, the equipment is not in the original state in which I borrowed it at. Um, I do not currently have the money with which to pay him back. Uh, I thought he knew that, which was why he sent gunslingers to kill me. Uh, but I guess if, if you didn't know that, then you didn't know that the equipment is no longer in its original state. Um, does Tony um, know? Explicitly gave instructions not to kill you. Oh well, that's good. Uh, he, mm, he, I, I told him I was going to run some experiments on the equipment to, to see uh, uh, how it could be used in more uh, civilian situations. Uh, I don't know if he told told you, but this is recently released military tech. Uh, it, it's very high grade compared to what. Uh, and he'll motion at Luis's uh, bag uh, with the standard radio equipment that. Your average everyday individual can carry. Um, it's okay. We're not going to hurt you. I think I'm having a panic attack. Does your I chest feel tight when you're having a panic attack, or is that a heart attack? Am I having a heart attack? Oh no, I don't want to replace this thing again. I, uh, Jack. I don't know what to do in this situation. Okay. Um. Do you, do we get? Uh, water is that sure? Uh, do you have uh, let's let's get some of that uh purified water you were talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 it's uh, it's in the fridge over there, and he'll like nod. And uh, as you turn to look, you see that uh, the 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 door is kind of embedded into the fridge, it seems to. It seems to have ricocheted after it hit the uh, table. Luis goes over and tries to open it. <laughs> Give me a strength check, Luis. 
Um, a brawn. Uh, yeah, 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 brawn. I'm sorry. Oh no! <laughs> zero successes. Oh, uh, zero successes. Um. So yeah, you you do get the the door open. Um, but the whole time you're opening it, there's just this hellish screech from, from the... From Luis or the door? It's hard to tell, actually. But it lasts until the door is open. And, uh, yeah, look, there's, a, there's effectively mason jars full of water in there. Luis is just kind of like... <sighs> uh... <laughs> He picks up a mason jar and and delivers it. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm going to do a quick uh, mechanics check with this fellow to see if he was done with uh, Rice's arm yet. Oh dear, geez Louise. That is... Okay, so he rolled 3d4s. That is three successes and... Actually, yeah, that's a critical success. He got two sixes. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, we've actually had quite a few critical successes uh, this session. Yeah. We're finally um, seeing more than one six at a time. As long as your name's not Jack. Sucks to suck, Jack. <laughs> um, but yeah, he'll... Uh, yeah, his... Uh, Fingers will retract and uh, reconnect to to themselves, and he'll put his uh, uh, tools away and say, uh, "Okay, your uh, your hand should be as good as it was before." Uh, oh, th- thank thank you for the water. Uh, uh, are you okay? Ah, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I do not have the money to pay back for the equipment, but my experiments with the equipment aren't quite finished, and the equipment, as I said, is not in its original configuration. And he'll just kind of motion to a different workbench, and it looks like a... hmm, Okay, it looks like the bulk of a payphone like the main body of it, but it has all these different like bits and bops added to it. Some antennas, some Nixie tubes. Like this thing has been steampunked all to heck. All right. Jack. Yeah. How much we got left? We tallied up the money. Uh-huh. Um, I had 300. We got 100 each, plus whatever else we had. Oh, I have 100 monies? Apparently I did not write that down. <laughs> yeah, you each got 300 from uh from saving the town of uh, we uh, Torn Flats. We each got 100. Uh, you got 1,000 total. Oh. So, split oh. that up, that's... Yeah. Oh, oh, I definitely like did not write that down properly. I have way like more money than I thought I did. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't. Either I didn't write that down or it didn't save when my computer decided to reboot everything. Mm. Again. 
Yeah, I'm going to blame this one on Pinkenstein. It does that a lot. So I should yeah. have about 330 in monies. Sounds about right. Uh, All right. Uh, Guess uh, what, Alex? Alex. Yes. Today's your lucky day. I'm feeling nice. Uh, huh? You work for us now. What? I'm paying off your debt. That's very generous of you. Um, what what am I what am I doing? You're gonna keep inventing crazy shit like that. Also uh, fixing this because I'm gonna wiggle my fingers and they wiggle like they've never wiggled before. I uh um, uh, my gun is broken. Oh, gun? Yeah, uh, I guess I could fix that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I'm surprised at you, Rice. Wiggle my fingers. I, <laughs> I mean, they are wiggling. I see them. Um, like, like, wiggle the fingers on my right hand, then move the fingers on my left hand, then wiggle again. It's an impressive wiggle. I don't know what you <laughs> want me to say. The kid's smart. He needs help. Uh, I need repairs on the regular. Alex, um, yes. Why did you not uh, just tell Tony that you were not done? He uh, kind of gives you a grimace and then looks at uh, what he made and then looks back at you and says, uh, "I have severe anxiety, sir." Oh, I. I think I can sympathize with that. I've been having a, a rough time of it lately. <laughs> uh, but uh, look at the bright side. Your, uh, your debt is paid off and uh, you, got, you can fix my gun. So my gun is fixed and everything's okay. Yay! Yay! Uh, so we yeah, you left our vehicle somewhere, right? Uh, yes. A lot. Last you guys told me, it was parked near a uh, Jones's shop. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm gonna go back to a uh, Tony. I'll pay him. Do you two want to go get the vehicle so uh, Alex can start loading stuff up for when we get to leave? Yeah, I think we can do that. Okay. Uh, okay, I guess while while you guys are doing that, I'll get to work on repairing your gun. I'm I I'm sure I can can fiddle with it some. Uh, I'll see what I can do about it, and yeah, but but I guess by the time I suppose we're leaving, uh, I'll have it repaired for you. Um, uh, thank you. I, uh, yeah, here, here, he kind of like does the thing where he, he hands it out handle first. Yeah. He'll, uh, take it and look at it and it's like, oh, geez, what? Oh, the hammer is just about mangled. What happened to it? Uh, don't ask. Okay. I very sad. I feel sad about it and I don't want to talk about it. And it's been. 
Luis is kind of like feeding off of this because this is like <laughs> probably the nicest, just most pure person he has met in a while. <laughs> And he feels a kinship. <laughs> so yeah, he'll uh, nod. He's like, oh, okay, I I won't ask. Um, I guess I'll see you guys later. And uh, yeah, I guess I, as you guys head out, uh, you you see him getting his um some more of his tools out while also like just looking at the carnage that rice performed upon his shop with one clean punch. It was a very clean punch. It was a great punch. Actually, uh, it wasn't a very clean punch. Like, it, was, it, it was a very impressive punch. Every die on that roll that wasn't a success was a one. Mm-hmm. All right. So Jack and Luis are off to get the car and uh rice, rice is pay tony yeah so yeah rice you you show up back at tony's office and uh tony looks up from some more papers and says uh oh every time you guys reappear there's one less of you uh do you happen to have my equipment is it outside or have you brought uh, the uh the equipment was unrecoverable here's your money oh my Oh my, thank you. Doesn't even appear to be covered in blood, so I suppose our uh our dear Alex is uh still intact. He still has his kneecaps, yeah. Oh wonderful. Thank you very much. I will see to it that Jones receives his uh receives his shipments and you know what as, as a thank you. Uh, for settling this peacefully. He'll uh, rummage around in the money and hand you back five dollars and says uh, uh, a little a little uh, a little tip for a job well done. Thanks. And uh, he will send you on your way. <clears throat> and yeah, the the other two of you, you find uh, your car. It is it has been unmolested no one has seemed to have broken into it or even attempted it uh there's yeah yeah there is there's no new scratches on it or no new bullet holes uh it appears just as beaten up as it was when you got here oh that's good and uh is it just yeah the luis right now yep when we are sitting in the car, I am going to ask him a question. Go All for right. it. Do you have a... Are you okay with what we do? What? Uh, well, I... Uh, how, how do you mean? You don't seem comfortable with killing people. I don't like killing people. I, um, I know that sometimes, you know, uh, it's uh, self-defense and uh, I, I, it's not, um, 
it's not something that I want to use as a first resort. Why'd you become a gunslinger, Luis? I, um, I had this idea that I was going to go around and save people and right wrongs and uh, help people who were in need of it. You know, I thought that once too. Had this notion in my head that I was doing good. And then so, what happened? Well, then you realize that most of the time you just aren't. You're a good kid, Luis. Got a good heart. I don't want the world to take that from you. But I worry that uh, that good heart of yours is going to get you hurt. Do you think so? Seen it happen before. I, I, uh, I don't know if I can just go back home. Well, you don't have to. I don't. I think, uh, me and our punch-friendly drunk kind of need someone like you around. Remember what it is to do good. Oh. Louise kind of looks um, pretty happy at that. Jack's going to turn the car on and go find Race. All right. We have said his name four different ways. I have, no I have been, I've been saying it right. Exactly as it should be. <laughs> yes. This so, was Rob's master plan all along. It was. Most of his name is numbers. No, it's mostly letters. Ah, uh, but yeah, mu much like with uh, with Jack, uh, Rice is very easy to find. But as long as there's not a crowd, yeah, eh, yeah. Even and, in a crowd, you probably just look for the empty space. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like you do notice that anywhere Rice goes, there is a, at least like a ten foot diameter of of space people give him. Partially for the stench, partially for the aura of, of, I'm a fight ya. But, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, pick him up and, uh, continue on to, uh, Alex's, uh, house. Um, where you park the, uh, the cruiser. And, yeah, he's still working on, uh, Luis's gun. It seems to have been completely taken apart um let's see uh you you might have the uh 
the inkling that the way this guy fixes machinery is by taking it apart entirely before actually addressing the issue. But yeah, he will. Yeah. He'll let you know that it's, it's going to take him a couple hours to get the, uh, the important bits of his uh, work put into the car and also to finish repairing Luis's gun. So you guys have more than enough time to uh, go get a drink. Got it. Yeah. Go get a drink. Check out the last supplier. Uh, Whatever it is you guys wish to do. Drink. Like that's, that's all rice wishes to do. <laughs> Just you know, in order to drink, he has to get paid. Mm-hmm. In order to get paid, he has to punch shit. Mm-hmm. But three hundred monies buys a lot of drink. Three hundred bodies <laughs> b- monies buys way more drink than necessary. So, you know, buying a kid to fix up things seems way more worth it. <laughs> God, that could have been phrased so much better. No. That is in one hundred percent what uh, Rise did. Yeah, it is. All right. So oh, the irresponsible. I'm glad that we have our indentured servant. <laughs> so the responsible adults in the group. What What's the game plan? What time uh, of day? He's one of the it? two people that's not Rise. Um, it's getting it's getting pretty on in the afternoon. Like uh. Yeah, you you guys wrapped up this uh, deal with Alex pretty quickly. Um, Yeah, actually, like going across town to bust up the fabrication machine in the other factory. uh, That that one took you a better part of hour and a half. So, yeah, if you got into. Huh? That is not very long for completely just finishing a quest. Yeah, you guys also did kind of stand out and scout the place out for a little bit. Um, you know what? I'll I'll say it's it's getting on in the day. It's probably getting close to close to five. Okay, Jack's gonna try and find somewhere for the three of them to crash for the night. Then. Okay. Um. Yeah, I will let you know uh, for free that there is a. Pretty cheap uh, hotel and bar called the Pale Pass Bar and Inn. Uh, it seems to be, uh, yeah, it's one of those uh, local places uh, that's off the main road. So it's not terribly busy, uh, like rolling up on the place. Uh, in fact, Alex probably like sent you that direction. Uh, so yeah it yeah for the night for the three of you yeah like I said the dollar is strong so it's probably only going to be like two dollars for the three of you for one night and yeah as you guys go into the uh, the Pell Pass it, it it's got some some spirit to it like you know it, it's got uh kind of like this uh uh like country bar feel to it it's 
got the big old saloon doors. It's got the uh, the cowboy hats hanging high on the wall. It's got the uh, longhorn uh, horns mounted above. Uh, some some portraits of the planes or whatever. Uh, it's kind of got that haze of a uh, of smoke with a uh, you know couple of old timers like old old timers like sixties minimum, uh, just smoking their little pipes and playing quite possibly the longest game of poker in existence. And uh, yeah, you guys uh, go up to the bar to get uh, your. Uh, your rooms for the night, and Luis, you hear mm-hmm. something. Oh no! You you hear the the beguiling sounds of an acoustic guitar, <gasps> and you you look around, and over by the uh, by the fireplace of this uh, bar. Like the fireplace has been put out, um, but still there is a stool up uh, up by it, and it is this uh, uh, white-haired uh, man. Uh, he is definitely from a uh, uh, Terra de Santos, like uh, you. He is wearing full-on uh, um, full-on mariachi outfit. And he is just playing his little heart out on his guitar for like the five people that are in the bar besides you. Oh, oh, he gotta go over. He's he's drawn like like a siren song. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, at, as you appro- approach this guy, uh, you see his uh, like his hat is a. Uh, resting on his back by the little string, you know, as it do. But he seems to have, like, a separate bucket hat, just, like, this really janky hat just on the floor for a change. And uh, he'll look up at you uh, as you're approaching, and he'll look you up and down and say, uh, you know how to play, kid? Yes. He'll uh, nod, and uh, he'll flourish on the uh, guitar so that the note carries for a moment. And he'll offer you the uh, the guitar and say, uh, "Why don't you take over for a little bit? I uh, I need to stretch my legs." Uh, sure. Um, uh, my name is uh, Luis Rosales. Oh, nice to meet you, Luis. They call me Fishbones Miguel out here. Uh, nice to meet you, Fishbones Miguel. Uh, do I know what song that he was playing? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty uh standard song from uh from uh your home country. Can I just kind of like pick up where he left off? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I absolutely do that. Yeah, and uh, as uh as you start uh going in on the uh, guitar, you look over and you see that by uh. What he meant by stretch his legs is he wanted to uh to dance. Oh. So he is uh he is providing a dancing accompaniment to your playing. And uh 
yeah, the the bar the bar is not too into it. Like like I said, it's mostly just like a yeah, couple, this is for us. I'm yeah. sorry. Everybody yeah, else. It, it's for you. <laughs> like you do not even register the uh the old curmudgeons or the local drunks and rice. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, you are just swept up in uh in the music. And uh yeah, you hit the uh the peak of the song and you know what? Tell tell me how Luis plays and finishes uh a song on his guitar. Like like paint me a picture here. Um he uh you said that this guy was on a stool, right? Yes. Well, uh Luis does not even sit down. He's going to keep um he's going to keep standing. Uh, as he's uh, just strumming and plucking away. Um, And as the uh, as the song, you know, swells, he he goes to uh, Fishbones Miguel and uh, kind of uh, stands like side by side with him while he's performing. Uh, so that they can kind of duet their way out of the song. Nice. But yeah, the, the climax of the song hits. You you both finish with a uh, very showmanship flourish. Uh, take your bow to the roaring applause that lives within the minds of performers such as yourself. Uh-huh. And he will... Uh, uh, just give you like a real earnest grin as he uh, takes his uh, guitar back. And it's like, you are a damn good player, son. Thank you. I, uh, I haven't gotten to play in a uh, couple of days. I broke my guitar. Oh, that is a crying shame. Yeah. It, it oh, was really nice to get to, uh, get to play again and perform with you. Yeah, it, it it sounded like you needed that. That was he uh he kind of pounds on his chest and was like that that was heartfelt. I could feel the road on on that tune. Thank you. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, looks you up and down and uh says uh so was your was your instrument just total loss? Nothing salvageable. Uh, oh, would I have like the broken guitar still? Uh, you know what? I if that is something Luis would have held on to after it broke, then yeah, I'll, I'll let you have it. I was thinking like maybe he doesn't. You know, mm. maybe he kind of like was feeling so defeated. He was like, I guess this is a loss. <laughs> so, yeah, as uh, as Luis's uh, eyes kind of flicker with the uh, with that answer. Uh, fish bones that just go. Uh, shame. Oh, it's a shame to to bury a, a partner. And uh, he'll pat the uh, his guitar and says, uh, "But you know what? If 
if you ever find yourself in Gun City, there is this fantastic little instrument shop. It's uh, where I found uh, Carmela here. It'll uh, kind of flip it on its side and across the, uh, along the edge of the guitar, it says uh, Camilla in very fancy script. And it's like, yep, named her after my car. May its soul rest in peace. A fitting tribute. I think so. But yeah, you ever find yourself in Gun City, go find a, uh, go find a shop called Fantastic Fandingo. Or Fandango. Fantastic Fandango. Sorry. Local accent's getting to me. Gonna have to set off here soon. But, uh... It was wonderful, uh, crossing your path. Right back at you, kid. He'll, uh, he'll give you a little pat on the shoulder as, uh, he starts packing his stuff away and says, uh, I'll be heading out of town in the morning, but who knows? Maybe we'll meet each other again. I hope we do. And uh, he gives a little bow to the uh, locals that are in the uh, restaurant and says, uh, I apologize, my adoring audience, but this is the last performance for me for this little trip. If you wish to follow me and my career, I will be following up in Gun City on my way Back to Terra de Santos. And uh, from somewhere off in the bar, you hear, yeah, yeah. And uh, he'll give them another little bow and he'll give you a nod as he uh, puts his big old sombrero back on and heads out of the bar. Uh, Luis goes back to, to, the, to the other gunslingers. It's like, that was awesome. So yeah, you you guys have a uh very restful night in the hotel uh in the barn inn. Uh Jack's going to play some poker as well. Okay. So ha- how is Jack playing poker? Is is he cheating or is he trying to play it legit with uh no, you'll play it legit. Okay, so Jack, give me personality. Uh, I'll say personality plus two because you've probably played poker before. Not know how. Oh right, yeah, know how. I'm sorry, I was thinking Dex, but yeah, yeah, we'll say know how and keep the plus two. Okay. Uh, let's see, Rice, you have, if my math is right, you have thirty dollars left. If you're going to buy all the beer you can with $30, that's going to be like two kegs. Are you going to burn all of your cash here and now? Robbie, you muted? He is. Oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't realize that uh, John had grabbed my attention. Oh. <laughs> I was trying to grab my attention. Because... Uh, Rise doesn't <laughs> pay enough attention. Uh, Rise is drunk. Like, okay. Rise okay, fair enough. Like, we, we set up room. Rise goes to bar. 
Rice starts drinking. Tell me how much money I don't have anymore. <laughs> uh, you know what, Rice? Give me a know-how check. Okay. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, we'll, be- we'll get back to Rice in a minute. So, Jack, you have three successes. Okay. Um. Yeah, you you make a pretty good uh, a pretty good uh, uh, haul on this. So yeah, it can be fifteen dollars or a pistol. Is it a nice pistol? No. <laughs> Taking the fifteen dollars. Okay. Yeah, the, the pistol was definitely offered up as uh, as payment, so someone wouldn't have to give you actual money. But yeah. So yeah, you guys uh, rest up and uh, have a nice night. And when uh, yeah, Jack, when you and Louise come down, you see that. Rice is still at the bar. Um, just surrounded by all sorts of uh, glasses, and yeah, Rice, we're we're gonna say you're down fifteen dollars. You you have drank an entire keg's worth of beer as the night progressed. That seems reasonable. Yeah, like like you did slow down towards the end of it, but. Yeah, that there there is you are very flammable on on your internals right now. Guess what, guys? Rice is gonna be effective today. <laughs> Ash is also half falling asleep. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh yeah, we we've gone for a pretty good time and we are on the last leg of this quest, so yeah, we will call it here. Um, everybody's all rested and bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and completely tanked. So, yeah, with the with this bright start to a new day and perhaps uh the last day you have here in uh uh Copperville, we will call it there. Okie dokie, Ati talkie. All right. What was that? We did it. We yeah. did it. You not only um, completed a, a side quest, you did it without bloodshed and got a new townsfolk member. Yeah. Yes, Hell townsfolk yeah. member. That's <laughs> what I bought. <laughs> All right. You so, yeah. Blood. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, thank you. We've gone from morally gray to a. To slave traders. Yep. <laughs> I'm uh, going to fight you. <laughs> I'm going to fight you in real life. I know where you live and I know how to get into your garage. Okay. <laughs> he's going to I'll he's be going to unplug your car. I mean, I'm coming <laughs> over to your place tomorrow, so No. That is true. <laughs> don't don't <laughs> Don't don't call you on your bluff. Yeah, don't call me on my don't don't use facts. 
Did people have fun? Because I did. Yeah, I did. He volunteered for it, too. I'm going then, then is it truly slavery if he, he volunteered? He agreed to it. Uh. <laughs> and Rob was never heard from again. You uh, you you asked me. To, you asked to stop killing people, right? <laughs> Those are the only I two did. options Rice is aware of: murder and indentured servitude. Like, like you're like, stop hurting people. All right. Okay, fine. I solved this problem with my money. Yeah, I mean, I did. Yeah. I, I not only solved this problem, I solved future problems, too. Yeah. Ryze can break himself as much as he wants now. Yeah. And all he has to do is keep this kid alive. Mm-hmm. And I did get that gun fixed. Yeah. See? See, I even solved your problems. <laughs> Why are you upset? <laughs> I need you to understand the slavery is <laughs> <laughs> He'll never no understand. What you're talking about. <laughs> I... Good night. You, you, you see, this is the Spartan form of slavery where he still gets a wage. Yeah. He just can't work for anyone else ever. Yeah, I mean, God, the general plan is to just keep him happy book. enough that uh. Yeah, the, the general plan is that the slavery is just going to be what, what's on the, the title. Yeah. I've been reading so many books about <laughs> slavery recently. You have been. Oh, I am so good at this. <laughs> I also point out, John threw child-eating cannibals at us in episode I, one. I one. did. This, I, yeah, but this, this, cam- this campaign flew off the rails so hard. Because of that one thing. Just like, hey, were there any children in this village? Ah, damn, there probably were. Uh, yeah, you see a, the corpse of a child. See, see, if no one had asked if there was any children, Julian, then there wouldn't have been <laughs> any eaten children. It was me! It was Ash! Oh. I'm, I'm pu- I, have to I like put- my revisionist history better. <laughs> I'm putting this in the fridge. Good night. Good night. Okay, we'll see people next time. Bye. Bye. Yeah, Julian's probably the best one of us to tune annoying things out. He has to sit in a car with me during lunch. Yeah. What do you do during lunch that would be annoying, John? I talk. I, I posit some of my philosophical thinkings, such as. I know, I know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Why what if dog we, had man hands? To hear the question because Julian just shuts it down immediately. Yeah. What if, John? <laughs> what if what? I need to know. What if dog has man hands? Oh. What if, John? What if? <laughs> Dogs would take over. Yeah. The world would be better. Can you imagine patting a dog and the dog pats you back? Oh, I'd just be more upset at just sleeping at night and just hearing like...
as they're just running around the house. <laughs> I think that's just children. Yeah. Yeah, dog with man hand is just child. <laughs> 